welcome to Roots in Graffiti, a short chat diving into the happenings of Jasper County, Indiana. Episode topics range from project announcements to conversations about rural issues. Hosted by the Jasper Newton Foundation and Jasper County Economic Development Organization, together we'll explore and break down what's happening right here in Jasper County. I'm Brian Hooker with the Jasper Newton Foundation. And I'm Stephen Eastridge with the Jasper County Economic Development Organization. Welcome to Roots and Graffiti. With us on the podcast today is Jonathan Kripe. Jonathan and his wife, Tracy, have two children and a third due in December. He enjoys spending his time with his family, his two French bulldogs, and on the golf course. John doesn't do mediocre in any areas of his life. He's, the town, he's been the town manager of Remington for the last nine years and also holds the titles of President of Remington Main Street, Chairman of the Board of JCEDO, Building Inspector, and Floodplain Manager. Prior to working for the town, he worked at FBI Buildings for 11 years as a Project Manager in the Customer Service Department. Also joining us today is Wendy Schwab. Wendy and her husband John have four grown children and 14 young grandchildren. Family is a huge part of their active lives. She loves entertaining, interior design, biking, and travel. Wendy has a degree in nursing, but she's been very active in economic development for the past 18 years. She was the first executive director of the Remington Wilkett Community Development Corporation and is currently vice president of Remington Main Street. Wendy renovated and revitalized an old building in downtown Remington, where we're meeting today, into a co-working space named Bricks. She loves making a difference by creating designing spaces and places for people to enjoy. When people feel good about where they are, they can be creative and feel special, and that is contagious. I haven't had a lot of chance to work with you yet, Wendy, and I think we will, but I work a lot with John, and Remington is probably my favorite place to do economic development right now because I think it's such a unique little town and has so much potential, and everyone here is a big thinker. At least that's how I feel like the people that I'm working with. Um, John, the town board, I work with John Schwab a lot. Uh, He's on my board for economic development. So, and he is always the person who in the boardroom challenges me to think differently. And so I I appreciate that a ton. And I kind of looped that in with Remington. So this was when we said, okay, we're going to go all over the county. We're going to talk about all sorts of stories. Like, right, we got to go to Remington first because that's where all of the thinkers are. Like that's where the people who are doing and thinking and just getting stuff done. You experience them as thinkers and as far as you know, I've only been with the Jasper Newton Foundation for this is my fourth my fourth year. Remington is where the doers are. I mean, all of a sudden there's a park. All of a sudden there's a very famous bakery. All of a sudden there's a place you can co-work with your friends or stop if you're from out of town. Whatever you need. Like there's just they want something to happen and they make it happen. And um, I'm sure there's a lot more work behind the scenes the rest of us don't see um, that the two of you are doing. But I just just especially with the parks and the trails, just seen the doing happen and with with people happy. I remember we cut the ribbon at the park, John, um, forget when that was, when it was chilly out, I remember, Mm -hmm. but your park board was there and everyone was just gushing about the whole thing. (laughs) And usually I've experienced things where everyone tries to come together Mm -hmm. and do something and there's always five people upset about it and still not very happy about it. But you just have a really great group of people doing things in Remington, so we wanted to include you in our very amazing podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, thousands of listeners, right? <laughs> so why don't, why don't we start there and just let you, Wendy, and John kind of introduce 
the organizations that you represent and the work, sort of the things that you guys are working on right now. Well, thanks. I, you know, it's really fun to talk to you about Remington. It's yeah. a passion of ours. And John Kripe, uh, as a town manager, and we've worked well together. And I've been um, part of the RWCDC about 15 years ago. I started with that and then transitioned into Main Street and worked a little bit more with Remington, but still love the whole community mm-hmm. of, of Remington a little bit because of our school. Um, I think... Uh, where my passion came from is when I what I learned when I was on the RWCDC and just my degree is in nursing, but I'm a mom of four kids and I'll have 14 grandkids by the end of the year. Shoot. So Shoot. I know the oldest is 11, so there's a lot of little ones in there. Wow. But I think the thing that where we really have passion is that you are so right that about our community of thinkers and doers, and like we're really happy about it too. I feel like our community really gets along. There's a lot of great churches. There's a lot of great organizations. We have great, you know, daycare uh, that we have down here. And I feel like people are great at finding solutions and looking at, like, what what is needed mm-hmm. in the area. So back to where my passion came from, you know, we raised four kids, and they went to Tri-County and off to Purdue, and, you know, they're off to careers and having their own family. So it's, it's such a great place to launch mm-hmm. a family from. And they come back, you know, and always love Farmington and Bell's Pizza, you know, like in the year. Sure. But I think what happened is we were busy and we had our heads down and we weren't paying attention to the beautification. So mm-hmm. we have some strong businesses. Um, but then when we started looking around at our town, it was like, oh dear, you know, like we, we had some work to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was um, the teamwork that came with like the town, town council and Jonathan and just really putting together laying the foundation um, that takes years to do yeah. you know starting with the underground what people can't see <laughs> yeah. and they wonder what in the world is going on you yeah. know but you said there was gonna be a plan well they don't they don't you know it's, it's a lot of a lot of things that need to happen before you start building on top That's right. so then um john and i my husband mm-hmm. john mm-hmm. he also challenges me i'm, sh- I'm sure i'm sure <laughs> and um this building here which bricks the co-working uh, studio that I have was an old building that a friend of mine brought down, brought me down and I love design. And I, he, he brought me down here and he says, Hey, what do you think about this building? What, what, what did it, what, what do you see as far as like turning it into apartment? But what I knew from, in, from economic development, apartments downtown are not a good thing. You need to drive people downtown. Mm-hmm. You need to have people walking and yeah. in and out of businesses and stuff. So, that's where I had this idea of it turning it into a co-working space. He kind of walked away from the apartment idea. And it's been, you know, an interesting journey for it because I was going to open in March. And that's about, you know, when yeah. COVID hit. Nobody yeah. was supposed to be together. And it sure. was the best time to say, hey, you have a co-working space. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I was amazed at just the, the energy of people that walked by and encouraged me. And um, <clears> it's been ways and also with John and I just the energy that we feel about housing mm-hmm. um, we're just really serious about making some real inroads into getting more housing for the area mm-hmm. um, we're our location every little town says they have great people and great churches but we we have all that and we have great yeah yeah <laughs> really we, is we it's just, great yeah I I don't like being mediocre at anything whether it's golfing 
doing my job, being a good parent, being a good husband. I don't like being mediocre. Prior to working for the town, I worked at FBI Buildings. Uh, that was my introduction to my adult life, I guess. I worked in customer service and project management for 11 years. I would probably be still working out there right now if it wasn't for the economy taking a turn in, what, 2011? Uh, once I left FBI Buildings, I just kind of found a job to keep me busy for a while. The Remington Town Manager job came open. I really didn't know anything about it. I knew that I liked Remington because I basically worked here my whole professional life. Sure. But the thought of being in politics or in position that I'm in now, all I could think of was my grandpa going up to Town Hall in Kentland and yelling at the guy running the town because his neighbor's grass was too long. And <laughs> like I didn't know that I really wanted to do that, but I wanted to take a job where I could make a difference. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to go work in a factory or anything like that. So that's kind of what led me here. And I'll, I mean, I'll be honest, the first three to four months, I really did not enjoy it. Yeah. But once you start making the connections, make the relationships with people, it just got better every day and day. That's where I'm at. I don't plan on leaving. Hopefully they'll keep me for much, much longer time. Because I think we're doing some pretty good things down here. So. Well, I think that's, that's a good thing. So let's talk about those pretty good things. Like, what's a project that each of you um, are really excited for or proud of that just feel like you guys feel like people don't know about? Whether it's something Main Street has accomplished over the last couple of years or something the town has done. Uh, what's a project? Well, so the project that I'm most proud of, I should say the depot. Uh, but the project I'm most proud of is our splash pad because shortly after I started, we were doing planning grants. We did a planning grant for our park. We did a planning grant for our downtown. The one thing that came out with our parks master plan is people wanted some kind of outdoor activity, like a water feature. They wanted a pool. We didn't want a pool mm -hmm. <laughs> mainly because they're money pits and a small town. We probably couldn't sustain it. And, staffing, stuff like that. So we went down to Greencastle. They just opened up a splash pad down there. HWC helped them put mm -hmm. it up. We went down there after Labor Day. We decided we wanted to do that. And in August the following year, we had one open. That's awesome. The reason I'm most proud of that is because it showed the people we listened to what you want, yeah. and then we delivered on it. Mm -hmm. That's the one that gets us the most notoriety around take calls from a lot of communities around mm -hmm. Illinois, mm -hmm. uh, up Chicago suburbs, asking us how we do it, how we did it. A lot of communities around here, I think Illinois opening one up. Mm -hmm. I've talked to them multiple times about how we did it, and it's that's the one that's brought us the most positive energy, in my opinion. There's, I've seen Facebook posts of other other moms and communities all the way to Demont and Roselawn that come to your water yep. your water splash pad your yep. water park as my my siblings would call it everything was a park to them so yeah that's just amazing and they're just and then this this year with the lack of things to do and when yep. we could finally all be outside and and maybe have if those social distancing abilities was. Whose pool is open? Where's right. the water spraying from? And how can we get there fast enough? So right. it's fantastic. The one that I probably should have said I'm most proud of is the depot because it took a lot of time and a lot of energy and a lot of phone calls 
to get that thing off the ground. And it looks amazing. Yeah. The depot looks great. I don't think it's gaining as much notoriety as a splash pad because we haven't really advertised it, which we plan on doing quite a bit after we get our streetscape done, so. When the when the apocalypse is over, is that what you mean? Because didn't you guys have a similar thing with what Wendy was saying with bricks? Didn't you, shortly after you guys were done and open, that kind of COVID, when did you guys start, when did you guys finish and start utilizing it? Oh, last fall. Was it last yeah, fall? Okay. Last year. Okay. Oh yeah, that's right. I used we I used it last year. Now I remember that. Yeah, for our, one of our community engagement yeah, sessions. We, we had a lot of interest for birthday parties, bridal showers, baby showers, mm -hmm. graduation parties, family reunions, mm -hmm. and once we get our streetscape done, I think it's going to be even more utilized. So, is it for people who don't know, like myself? I, I knew that you remodeled the depot. Is it a historic building? Has it been? Is it just a? a historic part of the town and it has just been restored to usable. How is that? Well, the building's over 100 years old mm -hmm. and we tried to save as much of it as we could, but obviously we used modern materials and brought it up to modern day standards, but design and interior decorating is not my forte. It is <laughs> definitely not in my wheelhouse. So we kind of deferred to Wendy and obviously you can see that she's done a fantastic job on it, so. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. This place is kind of still in my thunder of having the best office in the county, so. I think you just got I know. We, so I, we just redid our office because ours burned down to the ground. And actually, John was just in it um, earlier this week going through for the first time. So for the first time ever, JCDO owns property in the county, and we have a newly renovated office. And it's not quite as nice as this, but we're very proud of it. But same question to you, Wendy. I, what are you most proud of in some of the most recent projects that you worked of, worked on and, and, and why? Yeah, thanks, Stephen. I, um, I agree with Jonathan that I think that for the families that the, the splash pad is really great. And I had not known that he was going to say that, you know, because I wouldn't have thought of that. Um, is I, I think that I'm really proud that when we did our, our revitalization plan, mm -hmm. um, what, seven years ago with Art Ratio. Yeah. So I remember the um, them telling us that here you go, here's your plan. Most communities will just put these on the shelf and they'll get dusty. Yeah. And so I think it was a really proud moment when we had our Main Street meeting and we had gone through the plan and we kind of checked off all the things that they had said to do and we were mm -hmm. ready for like what's next. Yeah. And I felt so proud of like the community because it mm -hmm. was not one person, you know, that did it. Like John said, there was like, we could help with decorating here. We could, you know, like there was grant writing. There was like the endless phone calls to the railroad, you know, yeah. for like getting things accomplished. I think There's, like two months in, I might have helped make one, like one or two calls or get yeah, like get them on the phone them. once. You think about all the people that, yeah. that put time into it. It was amazing. So I was really excited. You know, when we got that, that book and just kind of closed it and said, hey, we did this. Even down to the mural, the grow mural. That was like in there as like a place to put a mural. So... It was like where the idea came from. Yeah. Okay, there's a mural here in this in this plan. We should do this. <laughs> and I, I think that that has stored a lot of energy for our community because the depot is kind of like the center of our town, but it was like so bad. I mean, it mm -hmm. was so trash and it was dangerous. It was, and it was so bad. I mean, it was bad. It was really bad. It was very bad. When you look at the pictures, it was like, I can't even believe, you know, yeah. it's the middle of our town. Yeah. Wow. So I think it's just so exciting. I think... A lot of people don't realize like what's going to happen this fall. The streets, yeah. the streetscapes that's going to happen, and I think that's going to just throw a lot of energy. 
you know, for what people are already starting to feel. I think the momentum is really, really growing. Yeah. Yeah. Just snowballs from there. Once we get the streetscape done, uh, regions graciously donated us the bank building. Mm-hmm. It's set empty for five years. Yeah. We plan on uh, renovating that into our new town hall, and we're gonna bring in some other people in there. We're gonna try to get our township trustee, the RWCDC, mm-hmm. our police are gonna be in the building. Fantastic. So it's it's gonna be a totally different look. It's gonna get a total facelift, wow. and it's gonna look mm-hmm. pretty fantastic. Very when we're done. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So when are you starting this project? We'll probably Which? start design if everything goes According to plan, we'll start design next fall, okay. 2021, and construction will probably be 22. Okay. Wow. There's yep. a lot to look forward to, yep. to build on what you've already started with. Murals and strings of lights, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I think stuff. if you can say something big is happening every year, that's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Where it's like you can actually see it. Because right. there's a lot of years where things were happening but you couldn't actually see it. Yeah, nobody gets excited about extending the water line or <laughs> yes, exactly. treating phosphorus in your suit. It's not true. I get really yeah. excited about water lines, all right? Yeah. yeah. So tell, so I have I don't know if this is a good question or, or not a good question, but tell me about your communication with the, the community. Knowing that you have a big project or trying to do something every year. Do you do you find yourself like do you go out of your way to make sure people know what's happening? How does how, do you, how does that work? I find sometimes in our other communities, things just magically happen and no one knows what's going on and they feel left out. We have a pretty active Facebook page. Okay. Um, we also try to do a uh, biannual newsletter hmm. that we highlight some of the projects. This spring we didn't do one just because well, everything that was going on. <laughs> but we plan on sending one out this fall. We just highlight, like we've highlighted you know, the senior center was coming to town, the depot, the streetscape, the trails. We just try to let people know. It, it goes out to all, all residents, every door direct mail, every post office. But we get our most interest through our Facebook page. So do you feel like you're the town cheerleader? I'll go with quarterback instead he's, of cheerleader. He's the town Tom Brady, right? Yeah, he's oh. the town Tom Brady. I would say the Main Street, our, our committee would be more the cheerleaders because I think there's a really great diverse group on the main street and they kind of each have their own unique circles mm-hmm. that they can communicate with yeah. and just know different business owners and yeah. we all have different friends that i think we are all friends but we all have different friends too sure what's what's the interaction like between the town government and main street and how's that communication is john sort of wholly the bridge there or is there is there a lot of communication that helps make those projects because I think sometimes too you can have a really great active group, Main Street, Chamber, whatever it is. But if the town or municipality isn't super interested in working with that group, then it can sort of squash a lot of projects, right? So well, what's... the town makes me be on the Main Street. Okay. So <laughs> okay, that's good. Which I enjoy. But we we work pretty well with the council. We have a very progressive council. We've been very fortunate. I've been with the town for nine years, and if we bring a good idea to them. It's like, how are we going to do it? How are we going to pay for it? Let's do it. I think before John got on the Main Street, and I think when Main Street just formed, I was part of that, having Remington and Wilkett become Main Street communities. Mm -hmm. I don't think that the council was used to working with Main Street 
and neither was me, neither did we understand all the rules of what Main Street yeah. was supposed to do. So there was a building trust mm-hmm. uh, time, um, which makes me really appreciate our relationship now. Sure. Because it is so critical to have a community that's, when people are on, take time to be on something like the Main Street, it is very critical for them to feel heard mm-hmm. by the town council. Yeah. But it's very critical for the town council to understand that the Main Street knows their position too because mm-hmm. we don't we don't have the say mm-hmm. you know we are here to suggest yeah. and to help with grants or whatever to assist them in any way yeah. but we're not we're not elected officials sure you know yeah so i just feel i really appreciate that really great relationship i don't know if there's an easier council to do work with than the remington town council and i work with all of them in the county and have a wonder i have a really wonderful relationship with the county council but coming down and, and working with John and talking to Susie, I, mean, I don't really think I've ever seen Susie not just smiling mm-hmm. ear to ear. I mean, she's just, she's so, she cares so deeply about Remington and loves yes. anything that'll help it grow. And I think, you know, I think the rest of the council is that same way. So I, I think the town council is definitely a, a big resource and a, an advantage that the town has for sure. John, John kind of already shares a little bit about why you care. So one of my favorite questions, this will be what our fourth time I've asked it, is like, this is a lot of work, right? I mean, you, you make it sound like a dream down here to get these things accomplished, but I, you know, we know full well how much work this is. And it, it's a lot easier not to do it, actually. But so why, why, why try so hard? Like, why, why, do you, why do you even care? Why would, like, I don't... I just there's I feel like there's a group of people we want to, we want to bring them on board and we want to grow Jasper County as a whole and but we we can get them to a certain point and then it's like oh that's a lot of work and then and then we don't get any more buy-in after that but you you have a great team here so like what what is that driving force I know you've said it I've heard little bits of it here but that driving force that like it's actually easier to do something it would be more painful not to. So, like, what is that? Well, now for me, I mean, I want to be able to bring my kids over and say, you know, we did that. I grew up there. Bring friends from college back. This is where I grew up. Like, this is this is small town America. A lot of people that grew up in the cities they don't they don't get a feel of that. I occasionally walk out to my car in the morning, and my car windows are down, and the keys are in it. Like. <laughs> I do that I'm every day. I'm gonna do that every day. People do you meet in college that say that. Right. I mean, it's it's totally different. And highlight what's great about small town living. You are gonna have to lock your car now, by the way. You just announced it to hundreds <laughs> of people. They'll have to they'll have to find it. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I get that, like that sense of pride, that sense right. of belonging, the sense of I built something, we built something together. Yeah, I would say for John and I, we both feel very um, passionate about living in a small community and we also feel very passionate about um, bringing value to where we live mm-hmm. and that it's not about us you know yeah. it's not uh, life isn't about making yourself comfortable but like bringing everyone together so that people can have a great quality of life if they want to you know and when you really care about people um, for who they are, 
um, it rises them to like a different desire of wanting to see like what their dreams are. Because I think sometimes we forget what our dreams are because we have things can be so hard, mm-hmm. you know. So, and Joel and I have gone through tough times. You know, mm-hmm. we're we we're entrepreneurs. What entrepreneur doesn't go through a hard time, right? Sure, <laughs> sure. But I think that we've learned that the hard is there's there's always something on the other side of hard. You know, finding solutions and. Um, like John said, you know, doing something together like really bonds people too, and you can say, look, you know, this is so much better because we got through that and we did it together. And I think that's another reason why Remington is strong. It isn't just one person or two people or like one group. It's like it's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, and like for me, I'm not gonna live forever as much as I'd like to. But when I'm done working for the town, I would like to say that I left it in a better place than when I got there. Do you think that it's just what's happening in Remington and all the projects that have come to fruition and where things are going? Do you think that it's just that there is all these people who just want it to be better? Do you, do you, do you what is it? Because it's not that easy, even in, in this in this county, right? I mean, we could, it's not hard to find another municipality that might have some more advantages over a town like Remington that's not doing the things that Remington is doing. It's not as easy as just like everyone just loving where they live. So, so what do you think is that, that differentiating piece? It is everyone loving where they live. Is Remington an anomaly? Is it, or just, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna say, you, I, you guys can't brag about each other, but we'll brag about you. I think it's the two of you. <laughs> on some level, not only, but in part, like some things don't happen if John Cripe, Mr. Customer Service Cool as a Cucumber, isn't bringing people together at the table to not be mediocre and make something better. It's good. Thank you. You, you. Yeah, thank you. And Wendy, too. You and John and your families, like it matters that you bring, and I wrote it down, that you bring value to the community by being here. So that's awesome. So thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you. I, I mean, you can't give without getting back. I feel like we've got back a lot from this community. And it's, it's been a huge blessing to us. I, um, when you ask if it's an anomaly, and then you said, do you live where you live? You know, there was something. Live where you live? But even live where you live. Or live where you, yeah, live you know, where you I live, feel like right? It, I think it's so much more fun to, you know, live where you live. That's <laughs> what you said. It's like, it's, just live where you live yeah. instead of like die where you live. You know, like yeah. it's like we are here to live where we live and how do we want to live? You know, then yeah. live that way. If you if you treat people, you know, like the word says, you know, if you treat people like you want to be treated, mm-hmm. it's kind of like if you live, you know, that way, then you're giving back, right? So there's a little bit about future projects and long-term goals. Like, so streetscapes get done. What happens after that? You have anything in the cooker? Like the Regions Building is next. Okay, Regions That's Building. That's project. We have we have some uh, infrastructure projects going on, but nobody wants to talk about those because there's stuff that they can't see. But you're building you're building for what gets built later. Yes. Right. Yeah. We're we're getting our utilities positioned to where they need to be for more development to come in or okay. more business mm-hmm. projects that most people don't like to see, like Stephen and I like to see, because we know what it can lead to. I see that, I see that being the definition of a community leader, elected official, that I would want, I would want that person to be thinking forward about what do we need to live where we live and other people to come live with us, whether that's a more development or 
more business or whatever mm. that happens to be. So good. Well, I think it's okay to talk about. Also, we have just west of town. The um, the Shelley property mm-hmm. is going to be called Park Twenty Four, mm-hmm. and um, it it is being right now renovated so that there will be four flex well, four spaces for light industrial mm-hmm. suites, mm-hmm. and hopefully ready for next spring. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that John is looking at is like being able to bring a place where small businesses can have like a professional and beautiful place to work out of. Versus, you know, like there's a, like you said, there's a lot of entrepreneurs and thinkers down here. Sometimes that starts in a garage and then it goes back to, you know, like a tool shed in the back and getting those businesses that are outgrowing their homes into like a, a business space. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be kind of a fun asset that we're excited about. We live in a small, smaller area and while we have very creative and, and big thinking people, we need, you don't need hundreds of thousands of square feet sometimes. You just need... A competent space that looks sharp from the street, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. And also to take areas that could have been run down, mm-hmm. you know, and make mm-hmm. them into something that is like we're proud of as a community. Yeah, I'm looking stuff. forward to see the Park 24 finished. Yeah, when, when John called me and we talked about that a little bit, I thought that was a really great idea, and I thought it was a great fit for a hole in what Remington needs. You know, there's a lot going on, I think, but that sort of in between that light industrial where there's all sorts of small businesses that could utilize that. That seemed like a really good fit for that property and for, for what the needs were. I think it's super cool. When you guys are done with Remington, whatever that means, finally you go somewhere warm for the summer or you punch your last time card and you work somewhere else. What does Remington look like when you guys are no longer doing stuff for Remington? What, what in your mind, like, what's the perfect Remington when you guys are done doing work for Remington? Well, for me, it would be a really strong school system mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. people want to move where there's a good, great school for sure. their kids. Probably the first thing that young family will ask. Yeah. So keeping our school strong and then a community that um, the, the people are proud of. Yeah. You know, so if you're a senior citizen that you can, like, enjoy Mm-hmm. walking trails, you know, having a great coffee shop to be at. If you're a younger parent where you can actually take your stroller, yeah. you know, down the road or down the street and you can get things in that community mm-hmm. that you don't have to go too far out of the community to get. I mean, we have a great grocery store, you know, keeping that really strong, mm-hmm. um, but just really keeping that quality of life that you, like John said, you can leave your car door open and you can... <laughs> You know that your neighbor is your friend. Yeah. And yeah. that you can live like a life that just has a lot of quality to mm-hmm. I hope I'm not done with the town for quite some time, but I would like to see more residential growth, more people, mm-hmm. more people in our downtown and our businesses, more students in the school. Everyone always thinks, you know, you get the jobs and you'll get the people. And we had a distribution center open up and four or 500 jobs. I don't think our population grew because we don't have homes. Right. So that's going to be one of our big projects is tackling new housing. Yeah, I think a lot of people, and a lot of people don't know this because of what JCVO does is a lot of times super confidential and we work on stuff that no one even knows we ever talked about. But last, the end of last summer, um, beginning of the fall, we were working on a project for here in Remington and it would have been just the one of the biggest wins, I think, as a county we could have ever envisioned. 
And they loved what they saw from the county. They loved what they saw from the town. And what we got hung up on was just a pure people problem. We just didn't have enough people. And there wasn't a way for us to spin the data. And trust me, we tried over and over and over again. But it came down to just raw numbers. They just weren't comfortable with the numbers that we had. And I think if we can find a way over a few years to change that and get people here and have all these other things that we're talking about that's so great about Remington, the possibilities for you know future companies and industries and the things we could see in this corridor are endless and, and would look like you know, we would see something that looks much more in line with what we see in other communities, you know, sort of around Indianapolis and things like that, because we have this, we have a lot of the same amenities. What we lack right now is just the, the raw people. And if we can get that figured out and, and schools and, and splash pads and downtowns, so those all bring people. And so keep working on those and then those jobs will come because there'll be people here. So I think that's an important important part. I really enjoy working with the town. I really enjoy design. I really enjoy seeing businesses grow. Mm -hmm. And I love to see people walk along the street. I love that the town council is going to go here in the corner, Mm -hmm. you know, to just like be able to give a gift to them too, you know, just being like in a really great spot. I think it's going to be really fun to see all those different entities come in there. Yeah. I'm really proud of them. Well, thank you for sharing about Remington and growing Remington and loving Remington and um, just living in living in Remington, right? Living where you live, like yeah. 100%. Yeah. Thank you to you guys, too, because I think um, in the past, it's been like Remington's kind of been forgotten down here. So I think you really remembered Remington. I mean, from what I remember in the past, way past, that they were like, yeah, it's just kind of like, you know, like <laughs> yeah. Remington, or just Remington, but maybe it's because Remington... One of the attitudes is what? Well, we're just we're going to do it anyway. anyway. <laughs> yeah. I think when we went to we made the presentation to the foundation board for the trails. One of the questions was, "Well, what if we don't fund you? What are you going to do? We're still going to do it. We're going to do it anyway. So, like, okay. you guys want to be on board with us or mm-hmm. or not? So, we kind of have that attitude with a, a lot of projects. Mm-hmm. So. I appreciate I appreciate that attitude. I feel I just having now worked with um, working a lot with the county, mostly our nonprofit partners, but also municipalities and our schools and, and those other agencies that receive governmental funding. But trying, I think I feel like Stephen and I have discovered that we really need to see our county as a, a whole, and then find those little personalities in our communities and highlight those as well. But if we continue to maintain three or four silos with hateful sports rivalries, we're not really going to get anywhere. So I'm just trying to see, you know, Jasper County has so many interchanges on I-65. We have all of the world within a day's drive of us, literally. And how can we bring the best of that here that also create the best of what we want to have here, mm-hmm. you know, for us, for what, for, what, how, what community do I want to create? What community do I want to live in? And I enjoy the fact that I can come get a donut <laughs> and coffee and a frozen casserole that will make <laughs> my life so much easier and see a mural and find the beer selection at IGA to be outstanding. Um, it down here in Remington while I'm driving all over the place um, it, that I, I can't do that in the other two communities mm-hmm. that I travel to in Jasper County. So, if you're not here, then I have a, 
a problem. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I appreciate that, so just personally. So how do people find out more about Remington, about the Main Street, about Bricks? Well, Bricks, uh, the website is uh, meetatbricks.com, mm-hmm. and you can get all the information there about um, Bricks, how to get your membership. And uh, Bricks is also expanding. We have um, semi-private offices, and then next summer we'll have some private offices mm-hmm. available also. And then for our community? For the town, you can go to remingtonindiana.org. We try to keep the website updated. I probably need to do a little better job of that. But if there's any questions, I mean, you call Town Hall. There's mm-hmm. a contact us section on the website. Uh, we're pretty responsive with the website. And the Facebook page. We have an active Facebook, Facebook page. page is very active. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation about Jasper County. For anything related to the podcast or information about today's conversation, you can email Bree and I at rootsandgraffiti at jaspercountyin.com, all spelled out. And there will also be links in the show notes below. Thanks, guys.